no matter what you do, stay off the grass. Stay off the grass, no matter what. And uh, the Americans couldn't figure out why. He was sure the luscious green grass, that's why we came to Ireland so green. He says, stay off the grass or the leprechauns will get you. Stay off the grass, they're hidden there, but take one step in. I knew a fella, stepped on the grass once, didn't see him again. Young fella, only eight years of age, never saw him again. So don't step in the grass. Tears to good times and good health. Gotcha, fella. Small feelings that everybody enjoys a good, good kicks. Right. <sighs> everybody yeah. loves that, man. People, listen, people, if you do this right. Yes. And if I you, feel like this is a game changer now, PH. If, if Side note, longest case of hiccups. It's about like a pig farmer. He had them for like 27 years. Ireland and Texas. We get along pretty well, I feel we like. We do, man. Shall we head to my favorite planet in the galaxy? The planet of good vibes. The planet of good vibes. The planet. folks good afternoon and good evening ladies and gents welcome to the ham planet podcast i'm your host peter ham and if you're new to the show we love to see it we really we really really do and we're a show about three things good vibes great people glorious stories and it's good to see because we have the irish husky in the house the one and only mr Michael, hand. Let's give it up, ladies and gentlemen. Don't clap too hard, brother. Table clap for me. Michael, how you doing, me laddie? I'm good, fella. Uh, good to see you. Good to see you, Petey. It's a pleasure. It is an absolute honor to be here, I must say. It is a pleasure and honor to see you here, brother. Thanks, kid. Which, I feel like I you know, want to get to the elephant in the room real quick. Yeah. Brother, last name is Hand. Yes. And the hand, we have one hand right now. I know, or man. Or not one, one it's like a, injured hand. It's like, a, it's like a, bad, a, bad, a bad comedy joke now. Um, I tore tendons in my finger playing rugby. Playing rugby against Team Germany in Rugby Town this year. Um, some fella led with the elbow to the face, so hey. I got a bit annoyed. So I went after chasing him and tore tendons across my finger. So surgery on it yesterday. Um had to pull the tendon from up there all the way back there and strap it up into my finger. So about two months out now, but it's pretty listen. fascinating how they can do that. Yeah, man, unbelievable. To be fair, like I was watching videos of it. Um, and you it, did you like the videos? Oh man, I hate watching those. So okay, I like, me I, too. I like kind of had to watch it just so I knew what was going on. Great. Um, what are they gonna do to me while I'm out? Yeah. So because because they were asking me as well, they were like, "Do you know what's gonna happen?" And I was giving great detail about what was going. Oh man, Jesus! I hated. Look, I hated watching. Like I hate all that sort of stuff. Like watching surgery videos, all that stuff. I hate it with all my heart. Like, but uh, with all my heart. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't. Oh, every time I see one, it just stings. <laughs> yeah. But 
is on the healing path. Yeah, listen. Which is what matters. Knock down seven, get up eight. You know what I mean? So, say la vie. Say la vie, brother. Yeah. Which, speaking of say la vie, mm. brother, you're an Irish lad. I am, you born know. Born and raised? No, actually, just raised. I was born. Raised? I was born. Here in Texas, currently. I was born in Connecticut. You were? I was born in Connecticut. What about Cork? No, why? I was born in Connecticut because my mother is a doctor, so she was getting her uh, residency at the time when I uh, came along. So you are you a dual citizen? I am, man. I'm rocking the... Uh, That's huge. The eagle and the harp on the front of my books. You'll get the harp? Yeah. Why the harp? It's the national symbol of Ireland, man. The harp. That's why the Guinness logo is a harp as well. Oh, shit. Now it makes sense. Yeah. Everybody <sighs> always thinks it's all the shamrock, but I tell you, man. That's just uh, Lucky Charms marketing for you is what that is, man. That's not real Irish. No. I mean, no. No leprechauns in Ireland? No, man. Um, no leprechauns, unfortunately. I don't actually know what their backstory is. I tell you, though, my cousin, I don't know if we can get into stories already, but my Let's cousin. Let's get into stories. So my, so my cousin, Larry Shannon, shout out to Larry. I don't know if he'll watch this now. Um, shout out Larry. Shout out Larry. He told Love us Larry. His, he told us a story once before that he used to work in the... Um, in a cafe in Cashel where my father's from and where my all my family are, are living and, and kind of come from originally Cashel. So there's a big uh, castle in the middle of Cashel called the Rocket Cashel. It's famous. Um, you know, the kings of Ireland lived there back in the day. Um, it's older than America by a good, decent margin now, but um, big tourist spot, as you can imagine. So uh, La- Larry used to work in, I think it was a cafe nearby or maybe it was a palace hotel or, or something like that. And... Um, all the Americans would come into him and uh, they'd ask him, oh, what are the best like kind of walking trails or walking routes to go up and down and, and see everything? And so Larry would say, whatever, go this way, go that way. But no matter what you do, stay off the grass. Stay off the grass, no matter what. And uh, the Americans couldn't figure out why. He was sure the luscious green grass, that's why we came to Ireland so green. He says, stay off the grass or the leprechauns will get you. Stay off the grass, they're hidden there, but take one step in. I knew a fella, stepped on the grass once, didn't see him again. Young fella, only eight years of age, never saw him again. So don't step in the grass. So the Americans go, jeez, jeez, all right. So they go off walking. Larry looks out the window half an hour later. The Americans are bending over at the cameras, taking pictures of the grass. Nothing going on in the grass, but taking pictures of the grass all the way up and down, staying on the path the whole time. Fearing for the grass. They didn't step on the grass the whole time. They're in Ireland. They didn't even touch all your soil. Like, yeah, so. Okay, so, so. So no leprechauns. Well, so we got to tell some people, maybe. Uh, so, so listen, if you ever go to Cashel and, and Larry tries to tell you, well, he's not there anymore, but if anybody tries to tell you, stay off the gas, you can tell him Michael Hand, Sergeant Hand's grandson told you you can step on the gas and cash oh, wherever you want. Sergeant Hand? Yeah, so my uh, my grandfather was a police officer. I think he was a sergeant in Cashel. That's how, uh, that's how he got stationed there, and that's why the family uh, expanded from there, I suppose. Yeah. Sergeant Hand, everybody knew him in the town. Yeah. And there's a castle in the center of the town. Yeah, so it's the Rocket Castle. Big mass. It's actually the... Uh, How old is this? Oh, man. I'd say about 1100, 1200s probably built. Yeah, man. And it was it fell into kind of disrepair and stuff, and it only got... Um, they were doing renovations on it for years. Um, only got finished there a year or two ago. It looks class now, but um, it's the, uh, it's actually the background of my laptop. Um, the sunset in the background. It's beautiful. It's, it's definitely one of the... Like, it's the... If you picture like castles in Ireland um that's like this the, is the, the prime that would come up yeah it's all yeah. so it's on a big hill and, and my grandmother's house actually is uh 
is literally at the bottom of the hill. Um, you'd look up and it would be there. And I, she never figures out how she, they got planning permission to build a house there because it's, it's right there in the bang of it. She's got the best view in the country, I'd say. Um, well, did, but... Uh, that's so, like... Unbelievable, yeah. That's like the most prime real estate you could get. Yeah, oh, unbelievable, yeah. So yeah. it was magical, obviously, kind of whenever we'd go there to visit growing up and stuff and... You'd walk out the door and turn and look and Irish history staring in your face, but a century of history staring you in the face there, like um and so I think Cashel, um like the Cashel the the name of the town is Irish for like a city of kings or something like that. It's in the in the Gaelic language, Cashelon yeah. or something or something I could be bollocks now and somebody will give out to me now maybe here, but uh Hey, that's what we're here for we're, yeah. we're figuring out I mean I didn't even know any of this yeah, so uh, I love it and it's good it's always whenever dad goes back there because whatever dad whatever it's like an agricultural based town and, and dad right. dad kind of came out of there and, and went to college and got a degree in business became a big fancy businessman but whenever dad goes back there it's funny to see like he's got his roots goes back to his own roots and turns into a farmer again like he was and talks to all his old friends again like slaps on the overalls Oh well, listen. If mom, what I eat is farmer. If, if, if mom let him put on the overalls, but mom's too <laughs> sophisticated for that. Like, but uh, he loves putting on the old tweed jacket. Mama doesn't like him. No, well, mom appreciates it, much. but uh, she's uh, she's from Dublin now, so she uh, she doesn't. What's go the near. difference between uh, you know a Dublin farmer and, or not a a person from Dublin and the Irish farmer. Well, um, what I always describe, and I, the way I describe to Texan people, because Texan people um, appreciate this more than, than maybe Californians would, but I was a, I always akin or describe California as being similar to Dublin. Oh, okay. Everybody from Dublin thinks that everybody from outside of there are only Humpty Dumpkins, and they don't know gotcha. what they're doing. They're all farmers. They're all cultures, is what they call them. Oh, and they think yeah. they're better than everybody from Texas. Oh, they think they're better than people. Whereas people from Cork, right? S- slash Texas, look at people from California like Jesus. Stay away from me, you. I don't want to go right. near you. You're annoying. You think you're too good for me. You pay too much for everything. It's just too expensive up there. Who even wants to live there? I mean, so, a lot of them have moved here. Exactly. So they're all coming down, and taking over now, man. But so I don't know about taking over. Well, they're definitely not here. They're 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 here, and they're not doing the McGregor on it. They're they're here to take part, but they're certainly not here to take over. Right. You know what I mean, man? Oh, absolutely, brother. See. Okay, well, I can see the comparison. Yeah. That makes that makes complete sense. Yeah. Brother, so your dad was a police officer. My grandfather Your was. grandfather. Yes. In this town. Yes. And I feel like if you come from there, you're proud to be Irish. Ah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Ireland in general? How that play or, a okay. Are you... Do you take great pride in... Ireland and oh, rap it hard. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a uh, hundred. Like I've even had in the last like few weeks now. Uh, like even think because I'm obviously American qualified in terms of rugby. Right. Um, and so it's always been a big thing in my head. Like, well, I'd love to play international level rugby. It's a, like a dream of mine. I love to go to the World Cup. I love to play. Um, but obviously, growing up at home, you're growing up playing for Ireland. Yeah. Um, well, that's and now, I mean, obviously the Irish standard rugby is, is incredibly high and, and that's kind of something that's probably bypassed me at this stage, but... Absolutely not, brother. You well, still, well you, you know what, well, yeah, but the, the, the idea of, of playing international level rugby would be more than likely come through an American jersey at this stage rather than an Irish one, if I was to play. Um, so that's a, something like it's hard um, for yeah. me to kind of wrap my head around or grasp that um, it's very difficult for me because I'm very very proud to be Irish and yeah. yes I was born in Connecticut um, 
And if anybody wants but to... But how long were you, were you there just for uh, being born? I was there for about two or three years. Um, oh, you don't know anything? You don't no, mean? not really. So anybody who knows me knows if they want to get under my skin or grind my gears, they call me American and say I'm not really Irish anyway. But sure, I mean, look at me. Like, I can't be any more Irish if I tried. Like, so. I mean, I'm sure that'll help your citizenship. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got, like, I've got both. And obviously, being an American citizen helps a lot. A lot. Like, between jobs, between coming here... Do what I want, having a bit of freedom when I'm here. Um, How can I become an Irish citizen? Uh, I actually don't know the process. Actually, it's funny because Larry's brother, right? Larry's brother <laughs> Ian. Brother? Larry's brother Ian married a girl, Joran. She's from Nevada. Okay. She came over, I think, to teach gymnastics in UL, and uh, she just got her citizenship there only a year or two ago. Um, could have been this year. To Ireland. Yeah, she got an Irish citizenship there. Any Irish in her? I don't. I don't think so, man. I think it was just because she married Ian. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Well, well, that makes sense. So like, so yeah. Well, that I mean, I I don't know. I'd say it's easy. You, know, you, got, say, you gotta you gotta you gotta either be married in or be born. Yeah, or have a, have a grandparent or something like that. But like to be fair, I'd say it's not as hard as it is to become an American citizen. Because I don't like they made it. I feel like they don't. I don't mean, yeah, like there's not as many people fighting at the borders of Ireland as there is probably um, down here in the south of the great state. Like, yeah, I I mean, what what countries are bordered by Ireland again? No, I, I mean, know there's different. There's, well, there's Northern Ireland, which I would still count as part of Ireland, um, right. but we're an island, like, so there's, there's not just a bunch of waters all is there, man. Yeah, no one's gonna be. <laughs> Running over there. No, I mean, everybody's... <laughs> our immigration levels, everybody's trying to get out of there, man. So that's why I'm here, like. Oh, bro. So you were in Ireland. You're in Connecticut, one to three. Yes. And then Ireland from three to... 21. Okay, yeah. Save. You're Irish. Save my year in Baylor, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then one year at Baylor. One year at the great Baylor University, Waco, Texas. The. The. Baylor University. University of Baylor. No, love that, brother. Yeah. Okay, brother. Before Baylor. Yes. So, what town we grow up in? So we grew up in Galway, um, coastal town, very west of Ireland. Um, How was that? Good. I mean, I was there from what, four until about fourteen. Um, did primary school there, which is like the equivalent of, of elementary and kind of middle school there. Um, it's called primary. Yeah, primary school. Um, it's from about age, I'd say, six to twelve, maybe. The the there's the the cutoff period for the school, and then. And so in Ireland, I'm assuming a lot of towns are on the coast. Yeah, um, yeah, like where I live now, like Dublin's on the coast, Cork's on the coast. Yeah, right. To be honest, yeah, absolutely. I can't like. There's no major city. I mean, so yeah. so um, you were there from. Up until twelve? Yeah, up until yeah, twelve or thirteen and then moved to Cork where I uh, would call home now. Yeah. Yeah. Well those are the foundational years. Yeah. I mean Were you playing rugby before you went there? Oh yeah. I mean like I started playing um started playing rugby with Galwegians. Shane Connolly and Galwegians. Shane will probably watch this, he's a big podcast man. Shout out Shane. Shout out Shane Connolly Kit. Currently coming back from injury as well. Hell yeah, brother. Come yeah, back stronger, faster, Absolutely, better. Man. Um, so he's actually over in Australia at the moment, but whatever. We played rugby together in Galway um, until I moved to Cork then at 13. Um, 
which I loved. I mean, I was afraid of it at the time because the was it a lot bigger? Yeah. Like, what were the populations of both? I think population of Galway is about a hundred thousand, and population of Cork is about three hundred thousand. Oh, um, okay. So yeah, a nice upgrade. So, yeah, it's bigger. I mean, and and I, the the main thing I was worried about was that the standard of rugby was going to be a lot higher, so I wouldn't get um like I wouldn't play as much. I'd be on B teams and and C teams and stuff. Um, yeah, which was uh, one of my biggest worries at the time. Um was that I just wouldn't be uh, as good as rugby um, at rugby whenever I came down. Um, That's uh, but I mean, obviously, a healthy amount of that is good. Yeah, so and it, it's obviously helped me, um, you know, a higher competition obviously pushes you further. So it did help in the end, but I remember that being my big worry at the time. But um, It's a certain type of feeling, you know, like when you're playing, you know you're playing with yeah. good, talented people. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't know, like you don't know where where you are. Yeah, I mean initially at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it makes you want to be better. Definitely, every yeah. fucking time. So I mean, yeah, and now I'd consider myself a, a Cork man, and and being from Cork is where I'd say I'm, I'm from now, um, as opposed to Galway or or Connecticut or anywhere else. You know. Yeah, I mean, I would too. Yeah. Was um your high school insane at rugby? Yeah, Prez. Boy, shout yeah. out Prez. Oh, big shout out to PBC, the Preservation Brothers College, yeah. Um, so so what's the rugby scene like there in high school? Because for me it was it was rare that we we even had a team and that's when I started. Yeah, I mean, I'd say in the country I'd say there's about 10 to 15 maybe big rugby schools. Um, most of them would be kind of in Dublin, I'd say. There's about six or eight big schools in Dublin and few up in Northern Ireland and I'd say it's about four or five down in Munster which is where Cork is um, yeah. there'll be us and Christians um, rivals across the hill um, then there'll be a few up in Limerick like uh, Crescent um, Castle Troy Munchens maybe um, so there'll be like apart from that um, you wouldn't so there was you You all knew the schools like hey uh, these are the best these are the best. best yeah yeah you gotta be these guys if you want to be the best. Yeah. Like we, we never, we wouldn't. Uh, like our competition wouldn't reach the Dublin schools, and um, we just play in Munster, so it would just be. Um, What's the biggest thing you can win in high school? Um, senior cup, definitely. Um, for us, anyway, it was the Munster Senior Cup. Um, I think the year after us, they did like an All Ireland thing where the Winter, winner of the Munster and the winner of the Leinster played against each other. Or I think they, maybe that was two years after, but. Yeah, um, Monster Senior Cup was definitely the biggest we could win. Um, we played in the final. Oh man, we played in the final. Uh, Paddy, Paddy's Day. Oh, final against Christians, the rivals across the. Whenever you first come into Prez, right, the thing you dream about is right Paddy's Day, Mosgrave Park, playing against Christians for the Senior Cup final. That's, that was, that's the dream. That was the dream. That's when you come into school. That's where you dream about playing rugby. So, my time comes sixth year. Um, sixth year. Kind of like whatever, well, kind of senior year. Sorry, the equivalent sixth year. So it's six years of school. So your senior year is six. You years. went to the same school for those six years. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah. So um, well, yeah. I, as soon as I moved from Galway, so I did my first year in a school in Galway, but second to sixth year. Um, yeah. Was in Prez. Um, so whatever senior cup final against Christians. Um, packed. I mean Musgrave Park, not a big stadium. I'd say maybe five thousand, five to eight thousand seats. Sure. Which is, I'd say every single one of them was full on Paddy's Day. Um, and whatever, I was whatever, 17, 18 at the time. Um, 
running out um, and schoolboys rugby you'll see even South African schoolboys I've, I've seen uh, highlights like man if there's flares going uh, when I remember running out it's I was, not it's I was, like uh, how football is yeah. here like. oh man even think about now like I nearly goosebumps here like whatever because our school colours were um, purple black and white like so you'd run out. Those and there are was, nice. It was, was purple smoke going. Uh, you could see there was black smoke over there. There was white smoke over there. And all your all, all my best friends up in the crowd, all the lads, all the teachers, all my parents, all that. Just the, going that. Going mad. like And uh, when and, and it was against the rivals, against Christians. like um, Yeah. And they had, all their boys were going mad, letting off the red flares and all that. And uh, and we lost in the end. Anyways, we lost 8-5. Uh, and there's actually a video of me crying on the floor, on the on the TV. Nothing wrong with it. You can see it. it Hearts in it. Yeah. So I was there crying, and the commentators like, "Jeez!" And look at him crying now. And there's even lads that I know who were giving me hugs and stuff, crying. And you can see me. But I was on my knees and everything, the whole lot on the oh, on the right. floor, like. So, uh, brother, I. Uh, but yeah. I know. I honestly know the feeling. Yeah. I went to the state final. With, which was like the highest we could yeah, play yeah. in Indiana, and we lost uh, in the state championship yes. by th- by three at oh. the very fucking end. Yeah, or by two, by two. Jesus, just a kick for points at the end. That was yeah. like from the corner. Yeah, like the guy was good, yeah. but fuck, stung. Yeah. It was just like. Davis, yeah. the whole everything in the world was over. Yeah. I remember that's how I felt. Yeah, man, I couldn't. I saw, I couldn't talk about it for weeks. No, a weeks after. Hell no. Yeah, can't. No. Yeah. Yeah. But part of the game, nature of the beast. Nature of the beast. Yeah. Title still to be won. Yeah. Knock down seven, get up eight. Like. Knock down seven, get up eight. Okay. Which, brother, that saying right there leads me into the next question. Yes. Which is what is some. Um, Key Irish slang. Oh, that I need to know. Oh. Or what the people need to know. Um, yeah, he says I don't know. Uh, um, I suppose right. maybe. Okay, give me a few. For example, now you um, got a hundred. For example, okay. Um, I don't know. Um, Okay, so for example, class, class, class. I mean, class, class, a good one to start. Straight off the bat, if something's class, something's good. Um, Class is good. Yeah. So, so Rocky over there, class, class, bit of class. Luckily tonight, he's being class. He is class. Um, He's an old sausage. So I don't know. I mean, for example, now at home, um, just uh, freshers' week, college is starting back at home in UCC where I I went to school. Yep. Um, the semester, first semester starting again, um, and everybody's going out. Sure. So um, you'd go out for freshers, for a feed of pints. Out for freshers? Freshers. So, freshers. Um, whatever. Refreshers. Re- Refreshments. Like the, for, well, yes, for I think it's for, like, because it originally started, whatever, like, the freshmen's, um, it'll be, like, their first ah. week of college. Okay. So it'll be freshers' week. Um, now I don't know because we don't use freshmen, so I don't know. We don't actually use that term for our first years at home, so I don't know how it came up. But anyway, it's known as freshers. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's new. You'd you'd go out for a feed of pints. A fee. A feed. F e e d. A feed of pints. As a, as in a meal, a feed of pints. Um, yeah, a few scoops. A couple of scoops. Yeah, a few scoops. Um, Scoop. 
<laughs> yeah. Scoops I mean, or yeah. ice cream float? No, no, man. I don't know. A few scoops. Just a couple of drinky booze. Yeah, a few uh, pints now. Um, is pints as predominant there as we think it is? Yeah, um, just pint glass of um, whatever you're having, I suppose. If you're having pints, maybe it could be on the vodka. Yeah. The vodka white, the vodka raza. Yeah, I could see that. Um is Guinness as popular there as we think it is? Oh, absolutely, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah, 100%. It could be um, another shout-out here, Darren Murphy, Durf. Shout-out. He calls it the uh, the mother's milk. The mother's milk that's the how, Guinness. That's how close it is to his heart. Ooh. Um, so do you and see is it? I, I'm not a big Guinness guy. Yeah. I want to be. Yeah. But I cannot. Say I. That's Are you? I, Oh, I am t- in the winter time. Yeah, I mean you have to be. Yes. If you're not, it's oh yeah, this shit hits the fan. Well, to be fair, now in Cork, right, right in Cork, there's Guinness is, is brewed in Dublin, St James Gate, um, but in Cork there's Beamish and there's Murphy's, um, okay, which are are similar to Guinness, but they're just brewed by Cork breweries. Um, Your hometown squad, yes. So the um, boys, yeah. So so people very usually have a preference either Murphy's or Beamish. Um, over which one they're drinking, and people who who are very there are lots of people who are very like uh, territorial over Murphy's versus Beamish, kind of like uh, I don't know Chevy or Ford or something like that. It's oh, Murphy's yeah. or Beamish, and they'll fight to the death over it. Like um, oh, they'll throw hands. Yeah. So personally, I'm not I, I'm not one of those people. I don't mind. I'll drink whatever's put in front of me. Um, you but, like the American Texan drinks? Yeah, I mean. The Texan drinks are uh, uh, ranch water here. Can't complain. Love yeah. ranch water. Not sponsored by them. No. We just think they're pretty good. We we love them. Uh, the whole after my year at Baylor, and I, I was saying to Pete earlier, after my year in Baylor, and I went home to Cork for the year. All I could think about was getting a ranch. I my mother came yeah. over to America for a conference, and I told her, "Can you put a ranch water in a suitcase and bring it home?" And they Please. they took it out of the suitcase and they wouldn't let her bring it home. Oh. I knew I was nearly crying on the on the floor when she came home. I would be. I mean. How could they do that? I don't TSA know, has man. lost their mind. Come on, man. Like, just let a boy have his ranch water. have a ranch water. A Lone River ranch water is all I want. We are scooting and booting along in the episode. More good vibes in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Cheers to good times and good health. Gotcha, fella. Good slurp. <sighs> that was a good slurp there. And a good, <sighs> yeah, man. I think people like it. Uh, good quality. Maybe they don't. Well, and no. if they don't, well, uh, I think stick with us. Give it, just, give us a shot. That's one of those small feelings that everybody enjoys. A good, good. Right. <sighs> everybody yeah. loves that, man. Oh, it's just, it's what the body oh. craves after you a can, long day. You could hear the refreshment. You really could. Yeah. I can't see with these on. So I'll say that off the bat. They might need to be swapped around. I think it was a reading class of the third. I don't know what those are. Here we go. Now we've seen Here we go. Now we're seeing I can see clearly. Now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Hey, Robert, keep it on. Do you know the rest? I can see clearly now. That's all I know, man. Was good. It was enough, if you though. got past that second sentence, yeah. I'd be, I'd yeah. be like, "Hey." I wasn't sure if it just. I wasn't one. sure if it just repeated. The rain is gone, or if it went on a different direction. 
Is that a banger in uh, Ireland? Well, I feel like that's just a universal classic. So we were listening to some Irish bangers. Yes, yes. Brother, the um, the one you pointed out was King of uh, the Road. King of the Road, by the which, rattling kind. By the rattling kind. Yeah. Not sure if all Irish people know that now. To be honest, um, that's just one that's kind of been. It's a, it's a good song. It's been in my rotation the last uh, few months now. Is that like a hype song? Where does that fall in to? Anything song? Kind of anything song. Um, yeah, just an overall good tune, I think. Um, yeah. It is a good tune, brother. Yeah, it is a good tune. If we're talking full Irish songs, Celtic Symphony by the Wolf Tones has to be in there. Celtic Symphony. Celtic, or maybe Celtic Symphony, Celtic Symphony. I don't know, one or two, but everybody, everybody knows that song, man. Brother, when it comes to Irish history, what are you the most proud of? Oh, man. Uh, well, obviously, independence there in 1922. Um, oh, no. What's the story behind that? I'm Texan, so I know yeah. Texan stuff. Well, <coughs> so the English took over there in about... The Redcoats. Yeah. They took over there, I think about eight... Was it, could have been 1200, I'd say, AD. Um, kept us through the famine all that stuff um, which the famine actually there's plenty of food in Ireland during the famine right. there was no shortage of food in Ireland during the famine it's just that the English took it all and exported it to England so people in Ireland dying of starvation people on the side of the road with green all over their mouth because they're eating grass because they had no food there was loads of food in Ireland but the English took it all and exported it um, so questionable, questionable are we going to call it a famine or a genocide up to viewer discretion here, but um, anyway, so then um, a few revolutions here and Man's there. Man's got to eat. Yeah, exactly. A few revolutions here didn't work out. Um, 1916, probably the big one. In the middle of World War One, um, there was an uprising in the middle of Dublin, mostly failed for the most part. But big turning point was that the English executed all the leaders of the rising, and. Irish, oh, people, wow. Irish people are kind of like, well, hang on. The boys are just trying to fight for our freedom. You have no and you're right going to kill them. You have no right to be executing them. So that started a bit of a movement. Um, then in 1919 to 1921, there was uh, the Irish War of Independence, um, mostly guerrilla warfare. Uh, Michael Collins and, and a few boys um, kind of ambushing uh, English armies, uh, kind of barracks and stuff all over the place. Um, eventually led to ceasefire in... 1921, uh, December 21, I think, um, which led Darling getting 26 out of the 32 counties or states, I suppose is the American word for it. Um, caused a bit of a civil war where Michael Collins was shot um, because some people weren't happy that he only accepted that and he should have pushed for more and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, so 1922, independent. Um, and that's and, a huge year for yeah, y'all. Yeah, so, yeah. That's like... 1776 uh, yeah it is to be fair I mean there wasn't that much of it not that I know there wasn't a massive deal made of it last year which I thought there kind of should have been um, but um, I think that's just because so y'all were pissed off they were taking y'all shit yeah man I mean um, that ain't cool as much as any take our shit yeah exactly like you know what I mean leave us alone let us I feel like you know as a Texan I didn't really I didn't even really know that I'll be honest yeah I mean I mean and I should I mean that's that's how y'all got y'all's yeah I mean yeah I'm sure you've heard of the Alamo yes don't well you've lived here don't forget the Alamo or remember the Alamo remember the Alamo remember the Alamo yes 
And don't forget it. <laughs> don't do both. Remember, don't forget it. <laughs> you do both, why yeah. don't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's our story. So so the, y'all got the most pissed when they killed you know, the top guys? Yeah, I think there was like there two, the, the Proclamation of Independence, um, there's 12 signatories on it, and that's what they read out um, during that rising, and they executed all 12 of them. One of them actually, um, Joseph Mary Plunkett, was injured or was sick, and... Uh, they just strapped him to a chair and shot him, um, even though he's injured or whatever. And he got married the night before. I good, bet that was probably uh, the final straw. Yeah, like there's a good song now called Grace. Good song, um, Wolf Tone singing as well. Um, yeah. But uh, about because he married his, his longtime girlfriend the night before he got executed. But he was injured and hurting and bleeding, and they just strapped him up to a chair and shot him dead. And uh, so, and like they weren't happy with the fact that there was an uprising because they wrecked most of Dublin. There was bombing and all this stuff, and they're mostly annoyed at the boys. But then once they started killing them, then the kind of sentiment turned a bit more um, sympathetic towards the Irish people, you know. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's a massive. Like, what was you knew all those people's names? Yeah, well, yeah. Start, As in some I, of them. Yeah, I probably, if I was pressed, I probably could name most of them. Um, because, like, for me, I know, you know Sam Houston, yeah, Bowie, yeah. Davy Crockett, all the, yeah, all the boys. Um, I mean, I could, I could keep going if pressed. If pressed, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, brother, I can. 1922, you said? Yeah, that's the one. 1922. Don't forget. 101 years now, hype. Okay, so so y'all also, y'all, we're, I mean, Ireland and America are really on the same team, now that I think about it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. We both I, said, I, hey, we, we, yeah. I feel about <laughs> we're not doing this program. Like, like three quarters of the planet, I'd say, are feeling the same way towards England, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's funny to see the uh, the similarity. Uh, Beautiful thing. They know there's many fans around the place now. Brother, it really is. Well, brother, here to, uh, you know, switch from the good old Irish history, which is fascinating. Yes, of course. To a couple of insane would you rather questions. Brother, are you ready? Okay, yes. Let her rip, PH. Here we go. Watermelon. It's disappointing, man, isn't it's it? No, no, like you expect, yeah, it's yeah. not what you think it is. No. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. But we carry on. Mm-hmm. And, brother, here we have the first question Would you rather have the ability to read minds, yes. but be unable to control when you hear people's thoughts, or have the ability to make anyone fall in love with you, but never experience true love yourself? Oh, definitely the first one, man. Absolutely. So what's the point in getting That's tough. That's a tough question. But yes. Because like even Rocky over there now, hey, the dog. He needs love. I can make him fall in love with me, but sure, I never experienced the true happiness of of truly loving somebody. That's the, nothing good comes from that. No. And so the other one, okay, you can't control it, but like for the most part, it's probably all right. Like, Like, you know, Shit, I hope. I, I mean, it'd be really sad if it like was really, really bad. Yeah, like okay, well then you just kind of take the hit and. But then, yeah, but even then, okay, it's really bad. But you kind of know how to fix it then, because you know what they're annoyed about, or you know what's. You can still experience true love, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, because then, yeah, like definitely, I think the negatives of the second one outweigh 
the potential negatives of the first one. You know what I mean? Yes, fully agree. Yeah, fully agree. I like I like the way you think, brother. I'm thinking the same way. Yes, brother. Question number two on yes. the docket. Uh huh. Would you rather live one life that lasts one thousand years, or ten lives that last one hundred years each? Mm-hmm. I would say. Now, there's the obvious question of um, the toll it takes on your body of living a thousand years. So, brother, anything outside the question? Yes. Upper interpretation, oh, but okay. I give my opinion. Yes, give. I, your, would, I, w- say I would like the I would. I would think that. I don't know. You'd be. You'd kind of have some super. Hero characteristics. Yes. But shit, who knows? Because I'm thinking, okay. I, I feel like I, I'm kind of. 10 lives that are only. That'd be kind of sad, you know? But by, by the 10th one, you'd be kind of like. You're sick of it then, though. <sighs> yeah. Shit. Another hundy. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> nope. Yeah, no, then you're done, though. But I'm kind of. Then, like, the thousand. Like, I'm thinking here, Twilight. Shout out to Vivian Healy. The woman back home, big Twilight fan. Love it. Shout out, Vivian. Shout out, Billy. Um, she loves Twilight. And all the boys in Twilight are like, what, 20-ish, 30-ish? And they're stuck at that. Which wouldn't be too bad, like, you know, stuck in your stuck in your right. prime, stuck in your peak for a thousand years. That's not too bad, like. But then you have to see is all that, your love. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. But then, I don't know about that. Like, kind of 10, 100 means, like, you get to have another go at it. If you mess it up the first time, you can go again. Right. And like you get, say like. Hey, this one, you know. Your whole life's work. Life in the slammer. Yeah. We got a hundred more yeah, coming up. You, you know, we've going. only got 400 down. Yeah. yeah and like <laughs> say, for example, so say, so say you're living back in the time of, of some real bad fellas, like does Hitler or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, or, you can get them. Or, yeah, you can get them. But, okay, say there's like a serial killer loose in America, right? And you kill him. But because you kill him, you can still can't murder somebody. So you're in a the slammer then for a hundred years. Whereas, and say you get life in prison. Say you've lived for a thousand years. Those thousand years are fully in prison. You know you've done a good thing. Yeah. You're still in the slammer for whatever the 700 years left after you're done. Oh, that's that's a lot of years. Whereas if you've got Too the 1,100 years. years, okay, you kill the bad guy. You still do the good work of killing the bad guy, but you only served whatever, 70, 80 years, and then you start all over again, knowing that you've done well. Like. I agree, brother. Like you the, could, the you life could, in prison. You could take out... Ten bad guys. Yeah, and you just take the hit on it, and you'll be all right. Like, yeah, or maybe take nine out and live the last hundred. Yeah, like a just hey, have, like have fun with it. Like, no longer gonna be a yeah, you know, a bandit. A bandit. Yeah. Question number three, brother. Would you rather have the power to teleport anywhere in the world, but lose all of your memories each time that you teleport, or? Have a perfect memory, but never be able to leave your hometown. Jeez, PH. Brother, PH. No one's ever called me that, and I kind of like it. PH. PH. PH levels, like. PH levels are up. That's what you should. That's what you should. um, You should start these podcasts with asking people what their PH levels are. Well, I like that. I actually. F- 
who can love it yeah. you know what I mean and like you could stay with PHKF 7 mm. means a feeling okay anyway, sorry back to, back to the queue back to would you rather huh, I, we might have a brand, uh, op- brand what PH level yeah. podcast yeah like the like get vitamin water on board or something oh sure um, vitamin vi- oh sorry vitamin <laughs> I mean, it's different in Texas than <laughs> it is in At home. anywhere. Yeah. Um, I would say. What would we say, brother? I would say stay at home. Now, I was stay at home with perfect memory. Um, not sure if perfect memory is something that I'd like to have. Some things that I would rather forget. Right. Everybody has those like two o'clock in the morning thinking to when you were twelve years old and you did something cringy. Everybody wants to forget those like. So perfect memory isn't isn't a positive. It's not. Um, it's not. Um, you got someone would have to be like, I don't know, training you in a sense. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, hey, I'm just gonna tell you everything. Yeah. Important in the world. Yeah. And you need to remember it. And yeah, you'd have to go live with like Warren Buffett. Yeah. Whereas, like the other one, like. Okay, you get to go see all those places. What's the point in going to those places if you're forgetting everything? Like, you know what I mean? Okay, you meet all these great people. Boom. Right. Then you forget about them. There's no point in that. Like, <laughs> Dude, I would be so pissed off. Like, it, every time I'd wake up in a new place. Yeah. But wouldn't have any memory. I'd be like, no. What? Yeah. Where am I? <laughs> you'd, have, you'd, have, you'd have no friends. Absolutely none. Guantanamo? Yeah. Man, and you would... would you, uh, yeah. No, that's that's not even on the cards there. Like, yeah, I live in Cork my whole life. I would too. I would too, brother. If I got to remember it. Absolutely. Okay, next one, brother. Mm-hmm. Would you rather? Yeah. Would you rather mm-hmm. have the ability to fly, but only at a snail pace? Oh. Uh-huh. Or have super speed, but only while crawling on all fours? <laughs> Yeah. That'd be bear-like in a sense, you yes, know? Yes, that would be. Which Sick we do Sick and bears. have some bear Sick inside bears. of our blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, like, I think if you look at the flying aspect, not for transportation purposes. But Entertainment. But just for it would be slick to be floating in the air. like. That's the best party trick anyone can do yeah. if they're actually doing it. Yeah, like, uh, like, like, not the shoe thing where yeah. it looks like you're up, but you're not. Yeah, like if you like, like you're that guy. Yeah, like, like, how much do people spend to go up in like a hot air balloon? Just take your girlfriend up, put her over the arm, and off you go. Like, just go for a float. <laughs> but how? I don't know. What are the size proportions? Like, are you moving as slow as a snail would move at its size? Or are you moving like a snail would move if you're oh. a massive? I don't know. That's outside the question. I feel like at a snail's pace usually means at the pace of a snail. So mm. like, whatever, as slow a as human a human moving at a snail, snail pace. Yes, okay. yes. I think that's what we're gonna attribute that to. Um, yeah. Plus, super speed. Like, how often do you need to get somewhere viciously quickly? Oh, and if you get to where you need to go quickly on all fours, yeah. it's probably not going well once you get there. Yeah, like your hands, your hands be <laughs> fucked, man. I should like, oh, what is all fours good to me now, man? I've only got all three. Like. You have to become a super villain or some sort of zoo creature at that point. Because you just scare people. Like, Imagine. It scares me just thinking about you're it. You're just driving by and some fucker just flies by. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's just. You gotta look the part, too. Yeah. If you're like some lanky bastard yeah. doing that, it's not gonna work. No. It's gonna be. Not last long in yeah. Texas, probably. No. Yeah, no, I'd I, say I'd say probably the flying one just because it'd be slick. Take Vivian up for a uh, up for a fly, look at the sunset or something like that. Like you take a while to get up there because you're moving that snail space, but like once you're up there, it'll be alright. Like let's see how fast snails move, just to just to see. Yeah. What pace do snails move at? I didn't use proper English. They can move one tenth of an inch in one second. So they take ten seconds to move an inch. Jesus, that is. That's a fucking long, long air boon. Slow, man. (laughs) But I suppose if you're flying, it don't really matter. Like, at least you're going. According to experts, snails can travel a distance of one. T- I don't know why that's so funny to me, dude. Snail Who the hell is a snail expert? He's like, got the that's a great job. That is funny. <laughs> the stopwatch checking his name. And go. <laughs> All right, got him. We clocked him. This is a quick slimy bastard. Okay, bro. Number five. Yeah. Would you rather have a personal assistant who can grant any wish you have? Oh yeah. But they're always invisible and can only communicate through whispers. Yeah. Or have a talking parrot that can predict the future but only speak in mysterious riddles. Oh, I'd hate that. I get so straight off the bat. I'd be taxidermied in RB. I'd be I'd be like, fella, if you don't stop with your mumbo jumbo now, you're 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 getting stuck in a cage and I'll never speak. Absolutely, one hundred percent, without a doubt, the first one. Yeah. I'll just talk in whispers, okay, fine, so be it. Nothing Invisible. wrong. Invisible, no. but he's still gonna be there. So he's like, I right, bye. So I feel uh, like that's a plus. Give us. I don't want someone following me. Yeah. Plus, Goose. Like, plus, it'd just be weird if you're like around, like people Goose. are looking Goose. at you, and then you're just like, oh yeah, sorry, give me a Ford Bronco there, and then he just gives you one. It'd just be weird, like, whereas you want somebody like being like, um, can I have the keys to a Ford Bronco in my pocket, but pack it outside, please? Right. And nobody know. You're good to go on it, man. Ford Bronco. I don't know why I picked that, to be honest. Hey, hey great car. I, I'm kind of loving an OG, like, 19, to be honest. Uh, who does? If you, if you don't, uh, you're, you're something's wrong with you. Shout out Zach Bryan, 88 Ford, Ford Bronco, right now. That's what I love. But He, he, um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good car. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a classic. It is. It's a classic. And they brought it back with some... Nice, nice mm-hmm. Brother, next question. Mm-hmm. Would you rather? Would you rather have the power to control the weather, but never be able to experience any of the weather yourself, or be able to control your own emotions but have no control over the emotions of others? We're men. We can control our emotions. That's what I say. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. But I want to get... What? Does that mean I don't get the weather? Well, I feel like if you take one option... There'd be some days where I'd just be like, 
Fuck it, let it rain. Yeah, let it pour. Let's have a thunder <laughs> tsunami. Or but you something. don't even Not get to, you don't get to experience it. So then, like, so what's so what am I? I so guess you're just saying like, oh, I want it to rain in San Diego. <laughs> Adam Burdett's in San Diego. Let it fucking snow on that brick. <laughs> <laughs> Give me storms in that bastard's but backyard. It's, like. But it's, it's July. Snow. Yeah. Just whatever. <laughs> just drop it down. So you don't. But then the other one, I'm kind of thinking like, firstly, I was like, well, I don't control people's emotions in the first place, anyways. But then, like, if somebody's like sad, then you can't like cheer them up because you have no control. Or if somebody's mm. like really down and depressed, like, you are not able to make them happy. Which I don't want that either. Like, right. Because like, I do feel like. Yeah. You know, in a sense, we do have you have to be empathetic. not control, but we 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 have impacts on yeah. people's so emotions. And like, okay, you get to control your own emotions, but you're able to do that to a certain extent, anyways. Like, yeah, so, unless you're soft. Yeah. So I feel like I probably go for the first one just because I don't want the second one. I can, I can second that. Mm-hmm. Ding ding ding. Ding ding. Yeah. Brother, would you rather have the ability? What number is this? Six, seven. Six or seven? Six. On the seven. S, it's on the S's, anyways. Well, yeah, it's one of them. One of six or seven. Would you rather have the ability to fly but never be able to use any other form of transportation in the entire world? Oh. Or have the ability to travel by foot but be able to teleport once a day? Wait, sorry. Say the second option again. Have the you can still travel by foot. You can't fly, but you can teleport one time a day. There, there's only one, one single reasoning behind my answer here, right? Mm-hmm. Is picture in your mind now, PH, right? Yes. Close your eyes, viewers. Yes. Listeners, close your eyes. Close your eyes. It is. Um, close. It is May twenty fourth. <sighs> It is. Um, it was a sunny, hot day. You spent the day at the beach. Okay. Um, it's about five thirty, six o'clock in the evening. Yep. You are getting back into your car with your two best friends, and you are heading home to shower and get ready and go for a, a feed of pints. A feed of pints. Right. Yep. You so you're in your car, small car, first car you've ever bought. Sure. And you're ready to go out in the town with the lads. Love and it. You are in control of the ox. Uh huh. And it's a summer night, circa for American listeners, seventy degrees ish. Oh. Nice. Windows down, sunset. Perfect. About a twenty twenty five minute drive. Sure. That specifically there has decided that I will not take the first option because I want that mode of transport every day of the week, twice on Sundays, three times on a bank holiday. So I can't live without that mode of transport. So therefore, I can't take the first option. Can we open our eyes? We can open our eyes. Come back to the world. Yeah, that was a great place to go. <laughs> it was unbelievable, wasn't it? Just uh, and teleport once a day. That'd be fine. Like, okay, get me to the shop. Get me to to the Pete Ham podcast, man. That'd be, that'd be pretty sick. <laughs> It'd be class, eh? I feel like you'd have, it would, the one downfall I could see from that is like you, having the teleport power, but you could just end up going to the same place every day. 
I'm not saying that that's what we would yeah. do, but I could see that as a potential. Well, like if you're in like normal daily life and say you're like at work, you know, you know what it could be very good for. If if you being on time, on, on, well, a on time, but if you want to live like on a, on a ranch out in the country, but you want to, but your job's in the city, which is very common, just boom there. Okay, you'll have to drive back or somehow get back because you can only do it once a day, but like you can figure that out. Like. I'd feel like I'd always go there. Yeah. Or I'd have to, you'd have to switch it. You'd teleport. You drive there on Monday. You teleport home on Monday night. Yes, 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 yes. You wake up in the morning, teleport there, drive back. Yes. yes. You'd have to flip flop. Or you just, you know, do good enough with your teleporting and time management that you can figure it out. Yeah. All right, brother. Great question, man. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Brother, would you rather have the ability to change your appearance at will yeah. but forget who you truly are <laughs> at each time or always look the same yeah. with a perfect mind? With a perfect what? Mind? Per- perfect mind, I guess it means perfect memory. Oh. I mean, look at me, PH, man. I've got a mustache and a mullet. Why would you want to change this appearance? You know what I mean? You know, so I... <laughs> Brother, I I am a fellow long-time mullet yeah. rocker. Yes. I I just had it for four years, and I, uh-huh. I'm i not saying goodbye by any means, but yes. I, I, it's a lot quicker in the shower. Yes, of course. Of course. But, yeah, the, the mullet is a... Sp- yeah. Brother, how long have you had the mullet? So I, I began my mullet journey in lockdown and COVID. And then just before I came First to, one ever? Yeah, yeah. So just before I came to Baylor, I shaved it off because I was like, I don't want to come to Texas with a mullet. You know what I mean? That would be disrespectful to... That would be like, uh, that'd be like uh, an American going to Scotland wearing a kilt. You know what I mean? Like, you get one when you're there. You don't bring, Texans, one, o- you don't bring one over. Like. Texans respect mullets, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, they should. Well, they well, they do, but I don't want to... I want But I hear you. I want to maybe have one, grow one when I'm there, rather than bring one over. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Have it grown in Texan soil. Yeah. So, so I shaved it and had normal hair while I was in Baylor. And right. then I went up to Seattle after I finished in Baylor for a summer. And then my last week in Seattle, I said, hey... I'm bringing it back. So shaved it myself. Size Love and it. That's a great thing about a mullet. You can cut it yourself. Yeah. So that was about, I think that was about a year ago. So this current mullet has been rocking for a Are year. Are you still cutting it yourself? No, no. Um, I kind of, I have outside help these days. Um, Niall Downing back home does it one in there and, and whoever's around here. Um, so I down at Clark's Barber Shop in Lower Greenville has been topping up for me recently. So... Fucking um, love it. Yeah. So, brother, I cut my own for four years. To be fair, like I probably could. The problem is, mine just gets so wild at the back. I need somebody to tame, tame the back. You need the back. Tame the top, maybe. But not saying my appearance is is perfect now by any means. But I would rather keep my appearance. I've got another. I got the hard part when you don't have a mullet is <laughs> cutting the back side of your head. Yes, it is. Lots of fucking. Because you don't, you don't know where your crown is and you're trying to mess around. And, and you can't really fucking hold a mirror. No, you can't. You've got, it, right? yeah, that's the, if you don't have money, you have to get somebody else to cut your hair. 
Whereas the monitor's just boom, boom. Easy. Shake the room, like. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. A fucking, a great, a great chop, yes. a great slice. Yes. Brother, um, so we're going to Chicago. Yes, indeed. If we're, if, if we're, if we're heading back to the good old life journey. Yes. We currently, we grew up in Ireland. Yes. And I guess, actually, brother, how did you find out and get to Baylor again? Well. Because you came to Baylor at the end yes, of those years. Yes. So, um. Mid-COVID, um, well, I knew kind of the course that I'd chosen, the BCom and UCC, I was able to study abroad in America with it. And um, I knew I wanted to study abroad, and I'd followed Baylor. I think the first time I ever crossed Baylor University was they had a German tight end, and I saw a picture of him in a European-American football post. Really? And I loved the uniform. And I was like, oh, I love with a green and gold. Give Hell me yeah. So I started following Baylor. Um I used to order some dodgy t-shirts off AliExpress, Baylor University, this, that, all over it. And so, um, Bro, they, I mean, they do a good job. So when the, some. Abs- when the, some of them, yeah. Some. I've had, I've had my fair share of bad experiences. Oh which, yeah. Which I deserved for ordering off them, but. Still. Well, 650 for a jersey yeah, and it may, you yeah. know, be missing a yeah. key letter. Yeah. I mean, so, so be it. But so, um, then when the option came to study abroad, um, I saw Baylor University, Waco, Texas, and it was in the middle of COVID, so part of me was like, well, Jesus, there's going to be no lockdowns in Waco, Texas. There's no fear of that. You knew that in Ireland? Well, I knew that it wouldn't be as bad as it was in Ireland. Ireland, we had like a five-kilometer like limit around our house where we couldn't leave unless we had a note and all that stuff, and I was like, Jesus, I know for a fact that Texas won of that. So, um, Texas didn't like it. So that was part of the decision plus i was always going to go to baylor so um i knew straight away as soon as the option came that i took so it So it was a huge plus like the texan mentality yeah definitely. before you came and you knew it yeah plus like like even uh my friends kieran fitz uh, my best friend and, and liam kilgrew massive college football shout, out, shout out shout out fitz uh, fitz and pig um shout out fitz and pig big good, good lads big college football fans Oh sure, how's it sure? Massive college football fan. Even Fitzy's now in Lubbock at the moment because he was at the Oregon game last week. Oh, big ball game! Um, tech first Oregon. Yeah, is Oregon. he a Tech guy? He's yeah, because he did his study abroad year at Tech. Ah, when I went to Baylor, he went to Tech, and Pig went to Cincinnati. Ah, um, so so you got the best. Well, of course, the best of the of course, bunch. I got the best man. Um, fucking so. Love uh, to see it. So yeah, I knew. Tech is I, I good. Was, we love Tech is. Yeah, I mean Tech. Will, tech will do well this year. Um, they should they have. Uh, they almost beat Oregon. Yeah, almost. They should they have Joey McGuire, who was whatever the Baylor OC. I think he was. Or was, was he? he? He was the OC, and he went to them. They're doing very well now because he's a because he. I think he was supposed to be in line for the job when they hired Dave Aranda, ah, uh, and he didn't get it. And he kind of rolled in anyway because he loved Baylor. But then when Tech offered him the head coach, why wouldn't you take that? You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean that's their goal yeah. to be a head coach, yeah. so head ball player. Plus, head like ball coach. even when I listened to his pre-match, Fitzy sent me like uh, the pre-game speech that he gives every now and then, and man, he gets you fired up. Oh. He gets you fired right up. And that's what a good coach can do. Yeah, man. They know what to say to yeah. get you to get just active, dialed. Yeah. Fitzy and I would listen to that now. Speaking of car journeys for a feed of points for a night out, Fitzy and I would play that video in the car before we go off for the night. Every time? Get asked. Not every time, but whenever whenever we're in a Top good banger. mood for it. Like, yeah. 
and that would set us set us up nicely for an evening on the oh. town. Yeah. Couple of couple of couple of few, tough guy sodas. Few, few, oh yeah. A few Joey Maguire words and a few tough guy sodas and oh, by shit. God we'd be ripping up Washington Street, man. Yeah. So slicing and dicing. So then Baylor Baylor for me, yeah. And yeah, Chicago now. Um flights tomorrow evening. Tomorrow um, so this is your last day in Lone Star. This State, will be right? my last time sleeping under a Texas moon. Um, for a while not forever of course but for a while for the next few months for the next few months um, heading up there play with the Griffins um, well probably not well yeah for the Griffins hopefully um, Griffins and Hounds and, and then the US team and the Irish team yeah well and then <laughs> we'll we're see going where, all the way baby we'll see where we go from there yeah sky's I mean, the limit yeah so, hands gonna get right and then it's hunting yeah. season yeah once Michael Land has two hands man three hands It'll be good to it'll be good to go on end, man. You know what I mean? I've got two hands. There's one out of action like but uh Yeah. The more the more the better. Yeah, man. So we'll be we'll be back. I mean But you know, one hand from a rugby warrior is a good hand, yeah, honestly. So just coming out of I was like this yeah. for a long time. There was still I could do a lot of shit. Yeah. See that's the only thing I'm worried about, like in the gym, like can't really Gonna lose the guns, PD. Like you know what I mean. I'll have to, I'll have to build the trunk, the tree trunks. Like you'll have to, um, yeah. But do know. just just three times a week go in and do leg press. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, and I would also um, do band work. Yeah, I feel like that's all you yeah. can do. Probably, yeah. Just just tie some shit up to that arm. Keep the uh, keep the protein intake up, and we're good to go. That's definitely huge. Yeah. Or don't overdo it though. I got thick. Yeah. I got I got heavy after yeah. my surgery. Yeah. Well, I was couch gorilla for yeah. two weeks. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. So a bit of a mental battle, to be fair. Um, Always is. Oh. People fucking don't know unless they've had surgery. Yeah. It's like you go into it, you're. You're you're fucking getting ripped open and knocked out and yeah. supposed to come out okay, but wow, well, yeah, like you're going out, yeah. like even now, same again, Shane, um, the fellow I was talking about earlier from Galway, oh, he's had a rough time, but I, like he's been out for months now, so shoulder reconstruction, pure and other, like shoulder taken apart, put together again, <sighs> out for months and months and months, like two or three games back blew out his knee or did something else like and uh and now oh, he's been grafting now like um and him and i would text each other a good bit now kind of like uh like motivational stuff kind of like that knockdown, yeah. whatever knockdown seven get get up eight is kind of his uh that's his thing um kind of darker the night the, darker the night the bright of the morning sort of thing um so him and i kind of push each other to that sort of stuff because it is rough out um Especially like being part of a team, a rugby team. Like, yeah, it's, it's a big culture, but like, if you're injured, you're so not training. Ultimate team sport. Yeah. And if you're injured, you're, let's be honest, you're, on, you're the, on the shit list. Yeah, you're on the sideline, you're not training, you're not going to matches, you're not like in the thick of it, you're not putting your body on the line with the lads. So it's a rough, rough spot to be. Um, 
But I mean, rugby being rugby, it's going to happen. But it's tough out. Stronger from it though, bro. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Nature of the beast. Fucking first injury in rugby. Um, first proper one. Like to be fair, a few hammy tweaks here and there. Few first surgery. Few sprained, but yeah, first rugby related injury or surgery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my buddy Walter. He's been on the pod, Baylor rugby yes. guy. Shout out Walter. Shout out Walter. Doctor now. Doctor Wall. Shout out Doc Wall. Doctor Wall. D W. Yeah. Oh yeah. He uh, he had that for his finger. The tendon. His shit was the same way. Like he couldn't move it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He's maybe well. We'll do a little group text. Yeah. Well, apparently it's known as like jersey finger or rugby finger because it happens so often with um. Rugby players grabbing jerseys. Oh, just jerseys. another case of rugby. Rugby finger. finger. Yeah, even your man, um, Doctor Malik. Shout out Doctor Malik. Fellow game in surgery. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's watching this, but um, hey, we'll let him. Did he do? It? So far, so good. So far, so good, man. So um, but he said it, it's known as rugby finger. It's known as jersey finger. Um, if he calls it that, then I trust him. Yeah, uh, uh, I put <laughs> good sales. Yeah, man. I put Michael's hands hands in his hand. Oh. That's pretty. That's. Whew. You know what I mean? So, that's a lot. Yeah, that's quite a bit. Brother, what in Chicago are we most excited about? Um, Give me a, uh, just a, like a, just a, a tiered a, list. Like, sure. I suppose the rugby, straight off the bat. Um, you know, the potential of, of doing something I dreamed about playing uh, professional rugby. Um, it's always something I've, I've dreamed about since I was a kid. So, so definitely. Going to happen so yeah I mean the opportunity to do that um, and to be in a position where I can make that a reality is definitely number one without a doubt um, uh, you know that's definitely number one um, two maybe is the fact that it's kind of like a city but it's by the water a um, bit of beach yeah there is there absolutely is so, like, that's there's kinda, a golf course on it yeah like that's that's kind of slick like um, oh it's, it's yeah um, so that's pretty exciting um, I, and as much as I love Texas and I do love it and anybody who knows me loves I love right. Texas I cannot wait to go back to a bit of cold weather and I know Chicago has a bit of cold weather in store we're coming out of our worst period oh man I know it's but just know. now today was supposed to be the turning of the tide yes actually it was cool enough today today it was supposed to be the day where we go back to normalcy yes no, I know I'll definitely, in about two months' time, if there's an update, I'll be giving out about the cold and I'll be kicking and roaring about how I hate how cold it is up in Chicago. But, but you you miss snow? Well, we, know, well, we don't have snow in Ireland, but I just miss... You don't have snow in Ireland? No. That's fucking cold up no, there. It, well, it is cold, but you need certain conditions for snow and we're just, it's always raining and wet there, yes. so the snow never sticks. Mm. We never really get snow. It's just wet and ice-like. Ooh. Yeah, which is even more, like snow. At least is a bit of fun. Like you make a snowball or something. We have snowman. We have maybe Frosty some, snow snowman. like once every two or three years. Like <sighs> yeah, it's just just fucking rain and cold and wind and wet. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <sighs> so, I thought y'all may have got some, you know, no, frosty the snow no. action. So the one thing I miss is is being able to when I go outside put on a pair of pants put on a cosy sweater cosy hoodie cosy jumper and go about my day I like I love wearing shorts I love it without a doubt but I miss being able to throw on a jumper and off I go 
Yeah, I mean, I brother, I'll say I'm personally I I like the heat. Yeah. I mean, I don't like obviously in Texas we have a hundred and ten oppressive heat. A hundred and five. Yeah. Madness. The type of heat where you can die, where people do die, mm-hmm. where people cook on their hood of their car. Yeah. Type of heat. Yeah. Not normal. No. But to me, it's. I don't know. Maybe it's just a crazy way to look at it. But I view it as, hey, I can easily get warmed up. Yeah. <laughs> if I just stand outside yeah. for two minutes right yeah. now. And then I'm going to be fully drenched, soaked, clothes ruined, and sweat. Yeah. And ready to work out. Yeah, that is true, to be fair. <laughs> it's kind of, it's a time saver, all right? Sometimes. Yeah. Or a time eater. Yeah. That is true. It can flow both ways. Yeah. So I remember when I first first landed in Baylor, I had to go to a yeah. uh, international orientation. And uh, but a two only month- inter just just the, the international kids who were there studying abroad for the year and i'd walk for about two minutes um to the uh were you hyped for that or is that like well like, like these y'all are from literally all over it's yeah. like how the fuck are we well, gonna like, get kind, along like, here i kind of it was literally just a one day just like the coordinator telling us you know what we're doing and, and a flax yeah well she was just kind of telling us um you know, visa stuff and all that, and like how Baylor works and classes and how to register and all that stuff. So, I mean, okay. I, I kind of was looking forward because I needed to know that stuff, but also like I came to Baylor for the Texans for to mix it in with to Texans be, and the Mac. To be in the Texas yeah, environment. to be mingling with, with Texan people. So I didn't really want to mess around with a bunch of internationals because that's not why I came there. Like if I wanted that, I'd just stay at home. Like so... Um, but anyway, so I was walking and um, heading over. I was only walking for two minutes. And boy, I was absolutely drenched in sweat after. Oh. I couldn't believe it. And they gave me a new Baylor shirt. Had a had a bear holding a globe at the back called Global Bears. I was buzzing. I put it on, man. I was absolutely, I was sweating like a pig in a butcher. It was unbelievable, oh. man. I couldn't believe it. And since then, I, I used to bring spare t-shirts to class so I could change in between and all that stuff, man. It was unbelievable. Oh. I'll never get used to it. I'll never get used to it. I I I can relate, brother. Yeah. I've had shirts die. Oh. This shirt I can't wear it anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just I sweat through my there's grass in it. Yeah. There's just it's not gonna work. Yeah. Like grey T shirts. Oh no go. No. Big X. You gotta go black shirt during the summer. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. Oh yeah. so Chicago hopefully will provide uh Sh- cooler, Sh- cooler climates. Chicago, Chirac. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of names for it. Yeah. I have been pumping Homecoming by Kanye West quite a bit recently. <sighs> trying to push out a burp. Excuse yeah. for just That's right it. there on the lip. You know how it goes. I know how it goes. Hmm. Let's see. What does it want to do? You need to burp yourself like a little baby. No. Know? No, it doesn't work for me. I've done that. Huh? I've done hard. I've done... Little baby like burp. I've done gorilla pounding. Yeah. Then do it. You just let it come. Yeah. Let nature do its thing. I, uh, yeah. I've got a stop hiccuping strategy, but that's all I got, oh, brother. Yeah. What's your stop hiccuping strategy? It's, it's where it's all. Yes. All right. It works if, if people, listen, people, if you do this right. Yes. And if I you, feel like this is a game changer now, PH. If, if you can do this stop right. Stop hiccup strategy. 
you will stop hiccuping. Yes. No matter how bad the hiccups are, you have to take a deep breath and then continue inhaling rapidly, and I'll show you, until you are... <laughs> hey, Rocky. Hey, Rocky. He wants to come on set. It's all right, Rocky. He's okay. I'll scratch him. Okay, so you got to inhale and continually doing it rapidly. Like this. Which I don't have the hiccup, so I'm just doing it to show. But yes. if you keep going, I'll get you. Mm-hmm. I think that bird's coming. There's mine. Oh, it's right there. Excuse me. Fuck it. Uh, okay, here we go. Excuse me. No problem, brother. So you just got to keep going like that yeah. until you can't go and then you hold it yeah. for 10 seconds or until you can't hold it any longer Yeah. and then you're good. Fascinating. Really? I tell you guys. It works every time? It has worked for me every time. I've sometimes had to do it twice, but if I never had more than twice where I had to do it, usually it gets on the first time. Because I feel like everybody. And some people get it so bad and they won't do it. Just... Do it. Yeah, I feel like everybody, no matter who you meet. Well, firstly, side note, longest case of hiccups. It's about like a pig farmer. He had them for like 27 years. Ridiculous. I'd kill, oy, oy. I'd kill myself long before that. Well, oh, I'd be. I don't know if I, that maybe a step too far, but I'd be very uncomfortable with it. Like, well, I, yeah. But I feel like everybody has a strategy for getting rid of hiccups. Like, that's something that, like. I feel like some people have you, a strategy, but comment, it doesn't work. You can comment below if you have a strategy. But right, yeah. Let us know your strategy. If you have a strategy, share it for for hiccup, uh, anti hiccup strategy. Like my father used to always say, drink um, drink a mug of water with a spoon in it. Mm. I don't know how, but it could have been placebo, but it worked every time for me. If Dad says it did, it works. Yeah. Um, another one was just hold your breath for three hiccups, and it'd be gone by the third. Like you'd feel the hiccups, and the third right. one wouldn't come. You'd be done. Mm. Um. There's the obvious, like, get scared, get a fright, get a jump scare. Hard to do if you're by yourself. Um, and Those never worked for me. Those just pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but everybody has one. Everybody seems to have their own little trick. There's always one. Um, there's something, but there's I'm, something, but it doesn't always work. Yeah. That one, I've tried a bunch of shit. That one works. Yeah. I'll give that sure, a go. Just, just figure it out. Fucking put it in the pocket. Put it in the pocket. Keep yeah, that in the keep that in the back in the back burner. Just yeah. right there. Yeah. Brother, um fucking love to see it. It's a good one. It's a it's a good one. It's and we hope that we can save some of our yeah. hiccuping save brothers and sisters yes. out there. Yes. Brother, I um I'd like to say we've had a fucking hell of a night, me laddie. We have had a good one, alright, Petey. Is Laddie a proper or is that Scottish? Um, that's probably Scottish. No, oh, um, shit. That's all right, boy. I'm gonna scratch through it. Um, if you wanna go, if you wanna go Cork now, not Irish. You yeah. go Cork. Cork. Um, you can go for Ked. Is in Ked. Is in K I D. Ked. See that can that's fighting words sometimes Ked. in Texas. Uh, which yeah. I, I get it. I know it's rugby. It's a bit of, it's bit of kind of emasculation if you call somebody kid, which is fair. Which I'm fine with all. <laughs> chief, I mean, Chief, chief, chief yeah. Chief's a great one. The chief is good. Chief, uh, 
Boy, boy is another Cork one. Sure. Which again, again could be could fine. be under under a certain I'm fine context. with it. Yeah. I think my boy, or or I would say a little boy oh. is a fin- that could. I think I think a massive one. Yeah. Buddy. But is that one that pisses you off? Um, no, what pisses me off is somebody calls me big man. Oh, big man. Oh, man. Oh. I remember, I remember, right? First girlfriend I had. I remember I told her that. I was like, whenever people call me big man, it gets under my nerves. So, I, can, I cannot put into words how much big man annoys me. And so we had a fight like a week later. Big man, big man, big man. I couldn't stand it. I could not stand it. She dug her own grave. Well, she's nowhere to be seen now. But good. A big man. Oh, even talking about a pH, even talking about a grinds my fucking gears. Big man. For me, um, it's transformed over the years. First, Bud and Buddy used to really get me. Yeah. Now I'm better. I'm. I've known enough Canadians to where it's like a little more familiar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chief was fighting words for a bit. Then I had a, it got funny for me, and now I use it. And like some people are like, "Oh, it's fucking uh, don't fucking Chief me, yeah. pal." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Chief, come yeah, on, come on, boss." Yeah, yeah. Chief is big on B- Baylor rugby. Has utilized Chief. Yes, it's a good word. Yeah, I mean, it's an honor, honestly, to be a Chief of anything. Yes, of course. Chief executive officer is the ideal well, see, role. See, that's company. that's the thing. I think the more um, like complimentary the word is, yeah, the more it irks you because you know that they don't mean it. Like big man, like okay, everybody wants to be big, everybody wants to be a unit, but yeah. you know that they don't mean it in that context. Yeah, like boss or buddy. I want to be somebody's buddy. I want to be somebody's friend. I want to be a pal. Yeah. But if you're calling me buddy, poking me in the chest, saying yeah. buddy off. Oh, oh, don't poke. Don't poke, don't the, poke bear. the bear, man. Don't do not ever it. poke the bear. Like, you can't do it. So it's it's whenever they you know that their sincerity yeah. is not there. Very situational. Yes. You gotta know it's situational yes. or else you uh, could get into wars. We and we disclaimer, we're not we're yeah. not telling you um use uh, pal or buddy or chief out of in the in the wrong context. Hey, I say give it a shot, but this isn't advice. This no. is entertainment. This is uh and let us know how you get on though. Um drop a drop a pal, drop a buddy in your next um bar or, or altercation. A pal, a pal will a pal will get a I feel like just about anyone. Yes. Watch a pal. Watch I'm not, a pal. I'm don't fucking <laughs> pal me is what I say. <laughs> don't you? I'm not don't your pal, pal the bear, man. Buckaroo. Do not pal the bear. Like, don't pal a bear. Yeah. Oh, brother. Those are fighting words. Those though. are. Oh, they are. I think we've had a legendary night. I think we have. I think it's been a beauty and a half. I think mm. we've learned a lot about good old iron. Uh, hey, listen. Somebody has to tell its story, man. It's a good, it's a great story. A any good. any words for on behalf of Ireland? <sighs> any words on behalf of Ireland? Um uh, I suppose the story of Ireland is is uh, uh, size of the it's not what is it? Not the size of the dog in the fight, size of the fight in the dog. 
Do you know what I mean? Amen. So, could be small, could be minute, but um, it'll fight. You can always make a difference. You know what I mean? I love it, brother. No matter what you do. Ireland and Texas, we get along pretty well. I feel we like we do, man. We're, uh, we got some good, some good roots similar, tied together. Uh, similar morals and characteristics, I think. Yeah. And we both broke away from the old red coat. Yes, listen. Always a good, always a good thing to do. Yeah. We're doing good now. Uh, well, brother, if um, if God wills it, yes, let's have a toast to a fantastic evening. Yes, and the good vibes. Yes, shall continue <laughs> to flow. Yes, indeed they shall. And they're going to flow through your hand and make it stronger than it's ever been. Yes. And we're going to miss you in Texas. Thank you, sir. And I'll be back. You'll be back. The cowboy will always return. Cue the music.